We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is to hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. to another episode of what the world needs more of i am here with my friend vanessa thank you for joining us thank you so much for having me very excited now to dive right in here's the big question what do you feel that the world needs more of um you know i've been thinking about it ever since you asked me and it's interesting because um it feels almost like people need um to kind of take away a little bit about themselves like be so into themselves and kind of give back um, to others. Um, so I guess in a, in a big way, it's just kindness. It just comes down to, to kindness and, and being, you know, a little bit more conscious of, of others. Hmm. I love that. Now, how do you bring that into the world? <laughs> well, I think it's, it's kind of brought me into the world, right? And I'll give you a little bit of context. Um, so I was actually um, maybe three months old when I was adopted. Hmm. So I was adopted by an amazing family um, based in San Juan. And um, these two people, they couldn't have kids. Um, and so they always wanted to have a child. And it just so happened that, um, you know, they had the opportunity through through me. And, and I think that, you know, um, it was that kindness that was bestowed onto me, giving me that opportunity to not be, you know, fostered kid going from family to family, but rather having that family unit and having, you know, that three musketeers mentality that really, you know, um, instilled in me that, that giving back factor, which goes back to what the world needs more of. Right. So, um, so yeah, I think that, you know, it's, it's been instilled in me and I try to pay it forward as much as I can. I like it. I like it. <laughs> no, getting to know you a little better. Sure. I love to know what do you feel your wow factor is? What's makes some what makes you uniquely you? And maybe what's one or two life experiences that help shape it? Well, I think that, you know, anybody who's really spent some time with me can tell you that I will smile through anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of my, my wow factor, right? It, it kind of delves into positivity a little bit, but it definitely has to do with the fact that I, you know, I like to face everything with, with a smile and try to, you know, encourage others when it's, when it's bad times and, and whatnot. But I think that that's definitely one of my assets. I bring that to the workplace as well. When things are tough, you know, I try to bring it into a positive light and always you know even if it's like a tough co-worker I try to you know definitely be polite and and um and definitely bring that that positivity hmm. and yeah. what are some of the moments that help shape that so I think um I think I've had um several challenging um relationships in my life um I tend to see myself as as kind of a giver um, and, and, you know, there's some folks out there that are takers, right. And some more than others. And, and I think that 
in a in a way I've I've kind of sort of tried to shelter myself a little bit right but uh, oftentimes there isn't really a way of of protecting yourself entirely so you know there's there's been friends in my life that have you know in some way or other kind of shaped who I am today there's been even you know bosses that have you know kind of instilled in me um you know that that sort of mentality so I think that in in that world I think that that's that's kind of like the direction yeah. Some of the things that help shape it, just the yeah. people along the way and having those good and bad way. experiences. Yeah. And I'd, I'd add one more thing. You know, I think that, you know, you and I had an amazing experience back in 2004. We were lucky enough to be part of the fall uh, 2004 voyage for Semester at Sea. And um, and I think I, I promote that way too much because I think that it was the best experience ever. And it was definitely something that was life changing. Um, but I think that, you know, that definitely changed my view of the world, the experiences that we all each collectively had, um, and the fact that we could all come together afterwards to share during lunch or dinner and, and talk about all the people that we met and the conversations that we had. And, you know, I think that it, it just shaped, well, it definitely, you know, made me a little travel bug, but it also helped me shape into, you know, kind of being more conscious about everybody around me. I think it really shaped that. That's cool. I love that. I, I don't think there's an over-promotion of that. I'm a huge <laughs> fan. Uh, if you're college age and you're looking for an amazing adventure, please check out Semester at Sea. If you have a college age child, make sure that they go check it out. Back to the interview here, though. <laughs> slight plug. Um, we're not affiliated with them, but we love them. We really do. Let's see. What's a moment that made you incredibly feel incredibly humble over the years? Hmm incredibly humble. I think there's, there's been a ton of those. Um, the one that pops into mind most recently, um, I think was, was the sudden death of my mom. Mm. You know, she passed away two years ago and it was, it was really rough for me. I'm an only child as I just shared. And, you know, I think that kind of having to step it up and, and being strong for my dad and kind of, you know, having to, face life without her has been has been very humbling because I've finally understood and appreciated everything that she did for me I mean everything all the love all the you know everything that that she put forth and and now that we're getting ready to start a family I I appreciate that even more Hmm. yeah those are some of those moments I I think for people who have have lost a parent they Mm -hmm. certainly relate and understand for people who haven't there's a weird thing that happens where you see this and and some people are always excited to talk to their parents some people have moments where they call and you're like oh right now or oh and and it's that oh feeling and i i think when you get to the other side of that experience you look back and realize how valuable and how amazing every one of those moments were I'm, i'm forgetting his name it's the guy who started net jets the marquee jets thing i think it's jesse i eisler eiser he was doing a an interview recently and he was talking about it he said when he sat down and thought about it maybe he would see his dad once or twice a year and he says he's a certain age right now and if he says once or twice a year let's say he's got 20 more years that's about 20 to 40 more times i'm actually going to see him before he's no longer here so it's not 20 more years it's 20 more times and when he thought about it that way all of a sudden every time became really valuable right 
And it was just a different shift because people go like, oh, they got 10 years. They got 20 years. They got 40 years left if they live the full span and go the whole route. But he said it's really not a year that you see them because most people you don't see them every day. Mm-hmm. Like you see them a couple times throughout the year. And he's like if you add up all those couple moments or couple times, then it's really figuring out and, and all of a sudden the value of those conversations, the value of those moments, the value of those times together increases massively. That's and true. it was just a little shift he did where it changed his whole perception. Uh, I, I don't remember his story, but I remember experiencing it myself or having moments where someone calls the connect and you're busy and you got yeah. so much going on. And, and But to bring the value back of those special moments, because um, the, the truth is we, we really don't know. It's um, true. It's true. And I think that, you know, um, my relationship with my mom when I was growing up was a difficult one. You know, it was like she was not only my mom, she was my sister, which I fought with. She was, you know, she was all these things. But then all of a sudden it kind of shifted when I moved away. Hmm. It was almost like we would talk every day because, you know, I, I we talked every day. She wanted to know how I was. And for me, it was kind of like therapeutic almost mm-hmm. to feel like I was home right? Mm-hmm. Is that home connection. And so, you know, it, it lasted throughout, you know, this whole time when I moved to LA, you know, I would call her even with the time difference, I would always work it out to call her. Um, and even, you know, just recently before she passed, you know, we would talk every single day and have that connection. And so I think that, you know, when, when we talk about the times and to your point, you know, it's, it's only a collection of fragments of, of moments that we have, it's important to cherish those because we don't know how long we have. Mm. So true. So true. Here's a question. What about an awe-inspiring moment along the way? Hmm. Awe-inspiring. That's really interesting. Um, I feel like I've had a ton of those. I'm just trying to pinpoint like one. You know, I have a question for you. <laughs> so do you believe in luck? Yeah. I feel like I've been really lucky. Hmm. You know, I feel like these awe-inspiring moments, I feel like they're all like a collection just because it's kind of all trickled down with, you know, I just shared the fact that, you know, my family found me, the fact that um, that I have an amazing husband that, you know, is so giving. Like he's the kind of man who basically he'll see, um, you know, a homeless person outside of anywhere and he'll go and buy, you know, a loaf of bread and, and peanut butter and jelly and just like give him the bag, you know, here you go. Um, or he'll see, you know, anybody in need and he'll take care of, of that person. So I, it's not that I've grown accustomed to it. It's just that I'm so blessed to be around somebody that's so, that's so giving. Right. But at the same time, you know, there's little awe-inspiring moments that just, you know, kind of take your breath away. Like, for example, I remember just last year we were visiting um, Angkor Wat mm-hmm. in Cambodia. And it was just so incredible. You know, the the overall just architecture is just so amazing. But at the same time, you know, it was just like an erythral feel that you felt when you were there. You just felt like otherworldly. And um, all of a sudden, you know, there was and I know this sounds maybe a little flighty, but there was this little um, butterfly that just out of the blue just landed in my hand. Mm. And to me, that was just like this special moment where I just, I couldn't believe it. And I just felt very like, you know, I I just had this silly grin from ear to ear. And Mm. I just feel like those little moments to me are the ones that I look back and I just like laugh and smile and, and, and just love same with our wedding. Our wedding was like one of those moments where I was just like, everything came together. We had a destination wedding. So 
you know, it was one of those moments where everything just came together and everybody, you just looked around and everybody was having a good time. And that's exactly what I wanted. At mm. the end of the day, that's all I wanted. Everybody to just be there, everybody that we love and that, you know, our friends and family. And, and I think that that, you know, a collection of those moments are what, you know, creates those awe moments, mm -hmm. I think. A string of luck, a string right? of little moments where right? it's almost destiny either whispering or, or just showing its face from time to time. And and the, the connection of those, the mental and emotional connection of being like, wow, how did all of this come together like this? How did it all match up? How did it all add up? How did it all link to this very moment? I think so too. I think that's very special. Yeah, I think maybe it has to do with that positivity factor. I think that goes back to it where you attract, you know, law of attraction. You attract all the all the goodness, all the <laughs> all the amazing things in your life. And so mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I've been blessed that way. I love that. Yeah. What about your greatest fear? Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, if you ask me normally, like we're on the street and you say, hey, Bonnie, what's your greatest fear? I'd be like, hey, I hate spiders. <laughs> But, you know, if we really want to get into the nitty gritty and I think we have during the session, I think it would be being alone. Mm. I think that, you know, I, I have this almost irrational fear because, you know, I have an amazing husband. We have an amazing family. But at the same time, you know, I feel like a lot of the times um, it's that fear of of not being able to hang on to people. Like, for example, you know, my dad, he's he's getting a little older and, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, you kind of want to hang on to your loved ones as much as possible. And so I'm afraid to leave. And that's my biggest fear. Like, mm. I want everybody here. <laughs> I want everybody here, party mode, having a good time, smiles all the way. Ah. Now, here's a question. Thinking of the future, mm -hmm. what are you most excited about? Well, I have a really awesome job. I'm really, really excited about it because I get to work with the community. Mm -hmm. And I think that the U.S. Hispanic community needs an advocate more than ever. And I want to be that champion. I think that I'm getting there. I'm, I'm grooming myself for that. Um, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of issues that just keep escalating within our, our community. And I won't get all political here, but, you know, there's a ton of stuff, so family separation, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, but I think that, you know, I'm really excited about that career wise. Um, on the personal note, I think that, you know, um, I'm really excited where my marriage is at. I'm going on three years, which I'm really excited about. It's more than more most Hollywood marriages. So, hey, um, and so I'm really excited about that and seeing where it goes. We just got our new house. So, you know, there's a new M word mortgage, which is crazy. But um, I'm really excited about, you know, the future and, and what our house is going to eventually shape into, whether it's, you know, having two kids or five dogs or whatever it may be or 27 um, cats <laughs> exactly don't do that. see i'm allergic to cats Perfect. so i don't think the cat thing is gonna happen <laughs> but i'm also excited about the possibility of you know of the city that we live in because i think it's really exciting that you know so many folks have have moved here from different from different stages in my life right so I have a really good friend that's all the way from high school that I've kept in touch with. I mean, even you. I mean, I we hadn't connected in a long time since 2004. And it just so happens that you moved down here. So I think that, you know, we're all connected and it's just everybody kind of coming together. So I think that in the future we can maybe expect more of that, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. 
Now here's a question. We're going to switch gears in the second section of the show. We call this nuts and bolts. Okay. So tangible, practical, tactical tips people can use from life experience you've had. And so the first question is, where do you focus the majority of your life each day right now? Hmm. I would say spinning. <laughs> I'm really focused on on fitness right now. Um, I think that you know I've I've had a couple health um, assessments and whatnot, and um, and it's really important to me to to focus on my health. And so I've been kind of um, attacking the gym <laughs> a lot. And so I'm a big fan of uh, of spinning a flywheel, and and I've been going there um, a lot. I would say almost every day. And so that's taking up a lot of my time, other than work, which obviously you know consumes um, that nine to five. Um, but also, um, I would say my family, you know, kind of keeping in touch with those that, um, that are elsewhere. I, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but you know, our family's all over the place. So my dad is in Puerto Rico. Um, my husband's family is in Boston, also in Colombia. So it's really tough to like touch base with everybody and keep everybody connected. Although everybody lives everywhere else. And I like to be that connector. So it's kind of, I put it upon myself to, to kind of <laughs> make sure that everybody's together and and making sure that everybody's um talking and and um and happy um I think that you know another thing is our relationships like our friendships and a lot of the times it's interesting when you kind of separate what's happening in their lives because you think like they're going through the same things you are and I and I bring this up because a lot of the time that all a lot of my free time I should say is going towards um, nurturing my relationships my friendships um, I have taken it to heart to kind of whittle out the people that are toxic mm -hmm. I know that's a tough word and that's a hardcore word but um, there are just some people that are not good for you and they don't have the best intentions and they're takers and, and I've kind of whittled those out of my life. And so now I feel like I have this amazing core supportive group. And so I try to nurture those relationships as much as possible. So that's consuming a lot of my time, especially since a lot of my best girlfriends are getting married this year. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you can imagine I'm in every single wedding and, and it's just been amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the key to your success in all of this? Oh my gosh, I don't want to sound redundant, but I think it's positivity. I think it's, you know, keeping that smile on my face and, and making sure that, you know, that no matter what happens, um, even if the tide is low, you, you still, you know, you keep trucking and, and you make sure that to lift others that maybe are, are not having a, you know, the best time or maybe aren't as positive themselves. Hmm. I like that. And our final question is what's one actionable tip others can use to apply in their own life to achieve this kind of success and what they're up to? Oh, my goodness. That's a tough one. I mean, I feel like I am no one to give advice just because I feel like it's just been a string of of the people around me. And and maybe that's the maybe that's the tip. I think that maybe you surround yourself with those that lift you up, those that empower you, those that, you know, that make sure that, you know, when you have a question, they, they help, you know, they help you answer it. They help you, you know, they help guide you. I think that it's really important to have mentors 
Um, I have several um, for different walks of life. I have one that's personally my my mentor for work and I run a ton of things by him regarding you know what should I do I'm in this situation that sort of thing and I have you know my husband who's just my rock and and I voice everything too poor guy but then you know there's some girlfriends that you really talk to for different things and and I feel like I have those relationships I have one girlfriend that I talk to about you know um, anything related to marriage because she's been married and she gets it um, and there's others that I talk to about the silly stuff. So it's all these people kind of coming together and being kind of your cheerleaders in a way and kind of helping you and, and kind of helping you push forward and, and being your best self. I love it. So choose choose your community wisely. Yeah, choose your them. friends wisely. Make sure they're cheering for you. Make yeah. sure they're there to support you. Make sure you can bring something to the the group as well and make sure you're really adding into their world and weed out the bad ones and weed out the <laughs> bad ones <laughs> i love it cool. well thank you for joining us thank you so much it's been a pleasure thank as you. always um and for everyone who is listening if you love this episode make sure to share it make sure to subscribe uh as always we believe that sharing is caring and we like caring people around here <laughs> so make sure you share and we look forward very much to seeing you next episode